0: Hi, this is Angel Papastamas. I'm a transportation planner at UDOT. I direct the TravelWise program, and this is Beyond the Barrels.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to episode 19. I think we're on episode 19. Does that sound right, Grant?
2: I mean, that sounds right. It's been a while. It's
1: been a while. It's been a couple months. We... um, uh, if any of you have been to annual conference we kind of get busy around that time of year And So I think our last episode was just before annual conference and then annual conference hits and then the holidays hit and we just kind of um, We take a couple month hiatus. So we're back. We're excited to be back. It's the month of February um, the month of love <laughs> the uh, <laughs> it's Black history month that's important uh, lots of things that are going on in, in February. Uh, I learned from T-Mobile that it's uh, free taco month, if you have T-Mobile. Uh, but the important part for us here at UDOT uh, is that February is the clear the air challenge month here in the state of Utah. And across the table from me today is Mr. Angelo Papastamos. Angelo, thank you for being here. Yeah. You, are, uh, you are one of two people... That gets that has had a repeat here at the uh, in the podcast. I am honored. <laughs> <laughs> you know who the other one is, right? I don't. Carlos. Carlos. Okay. Carlos. Yeah, yep. Yep. We love Carlos. Um, Carlos is the only one that's done it more than once. So now you, I am way
0: honored. No, you so. are. You mm-hmm. are
1: here. Uh, we're glad you're here. So Angelo's here with me, and then always is my trusty sidekick Grant Potter. Grant, how are you? I'm doing all right. Grant has a little tell bit. I'm
2: a, I'm a little sick today. Yeah.
1: Grant has a little bit of a cold and, and we're going we're gonna to talk about why that's important uh, with Grant. But Grant is a rock star here in our communications group and uh, thanks for being here. You're good. Good to have you here. He gave me the thumbs up. All right, Angelo, let's, uh, we're going to talk about February. Uh, clear the air challenge. Tell me what that is. Well, first of all, tell us what you do for the department.
0: Okay, so I direct the travel wise program mostly in transportation planning, and uh, what that is is really trying to get people out of their single occupant vehicle car. Okay, you can. There's many ways you can travel wise, and you can telework, you can ride an e bike, you can take public transit, you can trip chain. There's many opportunities to travel wise. So we work with both the business community, the public local governments whoever all Utahs and and try to work with them on travel wise opportunities
1: and we're gonna we're gonna dive into some of those opportunities here today uh but you're over the travelized program and uh, how long have you been with the department here
0: I've been with Utah good question uh 20s plus I don't know exactly yeah years. I don't know exactly
1: after you after you're 18 it just starts to blend
0: together. yeah right? I'd have to think <laughs> about that one I don't know yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to give you a question here. Think about it if you need to. Uh, and and I gave you I I prepped you with a different question. This is oh, this no. is different. No, you're good. You're <laughs> good. What's your favorite part about working at Udot?
0: My favorite part about working at Udot is I have had the very unique opportunity to, to create a couple of programs at Udot. It's been just Honestly, I love my job. I mean, I was clear. I mean, I was a contact sensitive solutions director for five or six years, and now I've
1: contact
0: sensitive solutions <laughs> okay. CSS. Okay. 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 And then I started the Travelwise program as well. So I've had just tremendous opportunities at Udot. So,
1: the, is the Travelwise program did it start here at Udot? Uh,
0: Travelwise sort of started at UDOT. What what we did is we went out and uh, met with the business community and talked about travel demand management, and the, the business community actually helped us coin the term Travelwise. And so,
1: yeah, this to me it seems like um, we talk about building a road on greenfield. Is Travelwise at UDOT kind of that same thing, where you you had an idea of where you needed to go, but you didn't know how to get there, and you just kind of built it.
0: Yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I don't even know that was. a mean, sort of. Yeah, I like, yeah. I mean, travel demand management has been around in in the transportation world for a while, so it's not like we reinvented the wheel here at all. You know, you look at the strategies; they're pretty simple. Now, granted, that you've got the things like scooters these days, you've got other transportation choices that you never had, but the the strategies themselves are pretty simple, so.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. You are an integral part of, of what we do here at the department. Uh, and I, I can only imagine that your role is just going to get bigger and more important as we kind of move forward here. It seems like this environmental push is, it's, well, it's not going away, gratefully, um, but it's becoming more and more important. And, and really, how do we as employees travel-wise and how do we make better decisions? So, uh, like I said, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But first of all, set us up. What is what is the clear-the-air challenge? Um, we got an email this week from Terry Newell, our deputy director, uh, t- that kind of introduced us and said, hey, it started on February 1st. Uh, we put that same story up on the employee website. Um, But for people who haven't read those emails or haven't had a chance to see them, tell us what the Clear the Air Challenge is.
0: If I could back up for a minute and give you a little history on how it got started. Of course, yeah. So when we first started, uh, Governor Herbert, I mean, I'm sorry, Governor Huntsman at the time was very interested in in trying to do something, Mm -hmm. and he didn't know what to do. So a group called Salt Lake Solutions got together, which was led by a, a woman named Michelle Stravi, and uh, in Salt Lake City and Governor Huntsman, Mayor Becker and Mayor Caroon and like, I don't know, 10 or 15 of us discussed what we would do. And we all concluded that what we would do is, is start with clear the air challenge. We didn't have it coined clear the area, but we were, we we're gonna start with an air quality challenge to get people to travel differently. And so that was in 2009-ish, I believe. And so that's how it started, okay. Since then it's evolved. Salt Lake Chamber actually is the lead behind it these days, and we have partnerships with me, travelwise, you dot um, with UCARE and with Penna Powers. And so that's the kind of the four people that are really driving it.
1: Uh, what is what is UCARE? Talk about UCARE. Because everybody, everybody else we've heard, I mean, we've, they're people, they're entities. Okay, Tell yeah. me what UCARE is.
0: UCARE is the nonprofit that really looks at broad air quality uh, changes, okay? So works with the business community and the public overall and looks at all different kinds of air quality changes. So, for instance, they gave away grants to replace gas mowers with electric mowers, they gave away grants to replace fireplaces with gas fireplaces. So I think
1: I even saw one this year that was for snowblowers. There was an yes, electric snowblower snowblowers exchange program. And, and
0: you may have heard the governor is getting really serious about it. He's allocating a hundred million dollars. He's trying to get a hundred million dollars approved for air quality this legislation, and that's going to really make a difference.
1: So this is UCare is that organization that kind yes. of spearheads all of those. Um, Customer-facing programs, and rebates, and things like that. Yes, correct. And if it, I I can see the logo, I'm very familiar with the logo. But uh, for anybody that knows, it's U C A I R. Correct. You care you, you as in, care, in yeah. the air quality. Yeah. So, yes. Cool. So, th- ten years ago, this 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 starts. We've got partners in it. Um, what is it today? What what has it turned into today? The okay. So challenge?
0: today it's. It, we basically have the state agencies, the business community, and the public overall competing in a one-month challenge, which is basically trying to eliminate your, your cold starts, your, eliminate your traveling by yourself in one car. And that's every trip you make, Monday through Sunday, anytime you travel. Can you do it wiser? I love my car, but there's different things you can do to travel wise, and I try to do all of them when I can. And so...
1: So it's uh, the challenge is essentially people can go in and, and and log on to the challenge website, create a user and act as themselves, right? Yes. Uh, they can join a team. Yes. And we create a team. Join you can a team. Create a team uh-huh. and mm-hmm. invite your friends and family or mm-hmm. or your coworkers Correct. to do it. Um, we have five. We have actually six teams here at Udot. Um, we've got the Udot just the main UDOT group. And then we've got one for each of our regions. Um, Hmm. Actually, and we've got one for the- Traffic operations. Traffic operations. So we've got one for the TOC. I actually just had um, one created last week for UDOT communications. Mm -hmm. And the reason is that we have a lot of consultants that work in our communications group that aren't housed here. And um, we wanted to see if our consultant community- who we say is part of the UDOT family, could get behind us on this as well. And so we've created our own UDOT communications group, which is under the UDOT umbrella.
0: Well, I want to say our consultant community is already on board. Now, this is a different group, but there's many consultants that are, are participating. There are quite many, a few. Yeah.
1: Quite a few. And so we were excited. We just wanted to, to again, try and do our part. Um, and so setting up the group was the first step, right? That's sure. that's the easy step, is, is setting up the group and registering and logging in. Um, that's, that's the easy part. The next part is how do we actually make a difference? How do we make the, the mileage that we're logging really meaningful? Um, and so, I I mean, I guess take us through, Angel, take us through the travel wise behaviors. Like what, what are those travel wise behaviors? How can we, during the month of February and beyond, obviously we want to do this all the time if we can. But especially for this challenge, how do we make a difference?
0: I think for Utah employees, I mean, we have, you know, over the last six months, nine months, we have Google Hangouts, we have video conferencing, and it's a very effective tool. Us and TravelWise use it every day, every week, honestly. And so when you meet with partners from all over Utah, there's no reason to drive around everywhere. Yeah, face-to-face meetings are important, but... The video conferencing is so good these days, that especially in smaller meetings, it's it's way easy. We can do it in most every conference room in the building.
1: Well, and from your phone, too. And
0: from your phone, yeah. You can do it from Starbucks. You can do it from your house, wherever. So it make, makes it really easy. So I would strongly encourage all you employees to get familiar with Google Hangouts. We actually have a little video that we've done to to help you help guide you through that, okay? So I think for you employees, that's a big deal. Deal. I think carpooling to meetings is a, is something that we just need to focus on. It's more, you asked about behavior changes. It's more of a mindset of, think about how I travel-wise to every meeting that I go to or to every trip that I make, a personal trip. You know, you kind of do that at home when you're on a weekend. You say, oh, we got to go to Costco, and we got to go here, and we got to go there. So you don't really go back and forth from your house. You trip chain. And so you kind of do that naturally from home a little bit. And so now just think about that for work. So example for work would be if I live in Sandy and I have a meeting in American Fork and then I have to go back to the office at some point, I don't need to go to the office then to American Fork. I can work from my house, go to my meeting. Okay. So in order to work from your house, you know, leadership needs to, leadership, you need to work with your leadership and management. Okay.
1: And your supervisor,
0: and your supervisor. I'm sorry, your leadership, your management, and your supervisor. Okay, you need to work with them. Okay, let them know. Okay, here's what I'm doing, and work out. Well, yeah, I can work at home for a couple hours, and and that way you're traveling wise, and it's it's more efficient, it's more effective, and you're saving yourself time, well, and you're, you're, not you're not on the road. You're right? not on the road, right? Congestion yeah. gets better out. There. Congestion's better. You're you're doing your part on emission savings as well. So yeah.
1: Well, and I want to go. I want to go back to that. I. I Guys, I get it. Every job here at the department may not work for telecommuting or telemeeting. I, uh, you know, There's some jobs that just you have sure. to be in the office. You have to be in the location that you're working in. I understand that. We understand that. Um, but there are some jobs that where uh, we talk about flexibility here at the department, and that's one of the things that our employees love is the flexibility. This is part of that flexibility. It's, it's being able to call your supervisor and saying, hey, here's my schedule for the day are you okay if I work from home this morning to save a trip to the office and, and just I'll be more effective if I do it
0: that Yeah, way. and I think, again, I think with UDOT employees, it's, it's working it out with your managers and supervisors. And, dis- and really, everyone should think about traveling-wise. Whether, whether it's a bad air day or a good air day, it could be more efficient and more effective for you. So I think having that discussion with your supervisors is a, is a key part to getting it going.
2: Good. So. Uh, and... And oh. it saves you money. You're yeah. not using the gas, you're not you know Sure. Yeah. Everyone everyone likes, you know, to save money and that's yeah. part of it too. There are
1: benefits all around. Yeah. Right. There's, and and again, you just said too, even if it's July and mm-hmm. we're not in the middle of an inversion yeah. Why not? Actually,
0: right? we have we have a lot of inversions in, inversion July, in July, man. In July, <laughs> you still
1: picked a different month. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Even if it's April. <laughs> <laughs> we only have like
0: three months these days where it's we don't have inversion. It's ozone then, though. I It's ozone. Yeah, Yeah,
2: not the winter inversion, but there still is inversion.
1: But yeah, yeah, just be conscious about how you're doing it. And and you made a good point. I think we all do this on the weekends. We say, hey, Costco's on the list, and Home Depot's on the list, and I've got to go to Smith's, and I've got to drop the kids off at soccer. How do we make that all in one trip? And we effortlessly, we seem to be okay on the weekends. But, man, when we talk about, well, I've got to go to the TOC at 1, but I've got a meeting at Region 2 at 10, instead of just pulling up a space at Region 2 for an hour or two in between those two meetings, what do we do? especially if we're here at the complex, we drive back. We make that 15 minute drive back, sure. mm-hmm. which then has, you talked about cold starts, has a cold start associated with it. And it's just, again, we're, we're wasting gas. We're putting pollutants into the air. So how do we, the whole purpose of this is how do we travel wise? And in the communications group, we really like to use that as a verb, right? we I get it. Travel wise is a noun. It's a program, but it, it's twofold. It's how, can we actually travel wise? Can yeah, we be the other
0: opportunity this? we have now at the complex and soon to be at the regions is we have a couple of e-bikes, and we're getting really close to having two at each region.
1: So, so talk about these e-bikes because they're yeah. they're here if you. They just came up this week. There's kind of a kiosk space here There's in the There's a atrium. kiosk
0: space, and uh, e-bikes are going to function kind of like our motor pool, basically. And you're going to be able to—you can reserve them today online. You, can, you need to sign a waiver, and that's through Adobe Sign. And you can get on and go and take an e-bike you know, from the complex to region two, and you'll find out that, man, that's pretty fun and you're saving emissions and it's pretty timely well
1: and they're the, pretty quick too aren't you they you can go
0: up to 25 miles 30 miles an hour i'm told and so yeah so,
2: I, I rode one once did and you it was awesome and it. yeah and you like you barely pedal and it's pedal assist it's not it's like a motorbike yeah. so you start pedaling and then it just assists you know it amplifies your pedal power
1: well, it's it's like a, a one to six output, something like that. Something like it? that. Yeah. So, so. I, I can pedal one revolution and the bike thinks it's six, is what it is. So yeah. Uh, but but that works not even for us going to region two or to the TOC. But let's say I have a meeting in Provo again. Let's use let's use Utah County as the example. I can ride this bike over to uh, you know it'll take me a couple minutes, but I can ride it over to the the station on 53rd over the hospital.
0: Absolutely.
1: Put the bike on front runner with me go to my meeting in Provo and if i need to i can take the i can take the 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 transit line our new line in Provo is it the brt is that what it's called
0: the uvx i believe yeah. is what you're talking about now. uh
1: it, it's kind of a, yeah. a tracks on wheels right
0: yeah, correct yeah
1: take that the bike goes with me uh and then when i'm done with my meeting jump back on front runner come back into the valley um, and I can work the whole time too. That's the great thing about public that Well, the,
0: you can, you know, you're, you're hands free, or you're able to not be behind the wheel, and you can do, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you can make, return emails, make phone calls.
1: Yeah. And you can't, and you, you, you're not supposed to do any of that while you're in the
0: car. Correct. Right? Well, you can't do any of it. Yeah. And so.
1: So, um, so those e-bikes are available here at the e-bikes complex. E-bikes are
0: available, yeah, starting today, really, and so yeah.
1: And so. then, and then we'll see them shortly. Yeah, in all we're of working our on that,
0: and it looks like we got an email yesterday, so that's coming soon. I can't give at you least a region
1: date. at least regions one, two, and three. One,
0: I, two, I, and three. Yeah, we're not going to be at region we, four we right now. We understand four
1: is a different beast. Yeah, but so. we
0: are. Talking about bringing something down to the St George area there as yeah. well, but yeah
1: so we've got e-bikes we've got telecommuting telemeeting uh, you mentioned carpooling uh, do you do have a good handful of employees that do this
0: yeah the carpooling thing most of them are are you know we have carpooling if you look at region four as an example they're a model for carpooling because they have to drive a long way they make sure when they come up to Salt Lake that other people that need to go, go. So they're a model for carpooling. So we just need to be in that habit of, oh, nothing is more, it makes us look really inefficient, actually, when we go to a meeting and six Everybody of, shows up in their six own of us show up in their own car. It's just flawed, you know, yeah. and so we need to just make that effort. Oh, who's going to the meeting? Oh, let's tra- travel together. Let's travel wise. Let's carpool.
1: Well and so, and I, I know there's a there's a there's groups of employees from Region One that live up near yeah, Region One. Yeah, there's many that carpool here.
0: to the you know commute to work. You yeah, there's several offices. groups that do that. And that's been going on for years. We have one Elden in in our office does that. You yeah. know, so we have that. Yeah.
1: Good. Um, public transit is an option.
0: Public transit is an option. And you gave an example of bringing in a bike onto transit. Um uh, you know, these days with first and last mile solutions becoming more and more uh, more and more prevalent, like the scooters, you can go and hop on a scooter after you get on, a, after you get off the train, and get to where you want to go. And so, those opportunities are just going to grow.
1: Talk about first and last mile. Just, what, just last, what that means. So it just means it. that
0: when you get off a train, there are different ways to get around to get you to your real point that you need to go to. And so. Bike share is one of those. You're going to see more and more e-bike surface. You're going to see those scooters not just being Salt Lake City. Probably the next dump is going to be in Provo, Orem. We're trying to partner with these groups and understand where they're going, what they're doing, how we can help them, how they can help us. So first and last mile strategies are just simply giving other choices. Think about when you go to an airport. You get off the airplane, and you can take you can take transit. You can take uh, Lyft, you can take Uber, you can uh, take taxis, you can take buses. You, there's many choices when you get off an airport. So think about that. Now you get off a train, same thing you got a lot of the choices to get you to that first and last mile
1: yep and when we talk first mile when we when we think about our whole commute it's how do we get from our house to the bus right Correct. so that's that's mile 1 that's, that's the first mile. mile. One. or
0: it could be from work to the yeah. transit yeah, so that's there and, yeah. then,
1: and then last mile is how do we get from transit to work right Correct. Yeah. Uh, and then that that obviously switches yeah. depending on which way you're yeah. going so uh, so there are lots of options so again it's just it's it's becoming knowledgeable about what's out there and uh and how do we do it better how do we yeah think, i mean how our, do we think it through better our
0: Travelwise tracker if you log on there it, it tells you it gives you all your choices so you can go and you can look at when the next bus is coming when the next train's coming we've got the bike chair on there we don't have the scooters on there they're G- gps oriented but it's soon to happen uh one of the things that we have new on the tracker this year is we have an app it's called commute track commute tracker i'm sorry and uh it's tied to Strava, even. So those that are avid cyclists that use Strava, you're going to be able to just log on to Strava and tie into the commute tracker. Sure. So everything's going to continue to grow in that regard. So, Good.
1: One thing uh, that I've been thinking about, and you mentioned this a couple weeks ago when we talked to Angela, was cold starts. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about cold starts and just really, the, what it, what is a cold start and what is the impact that a cold start has on the air quality here? <laughs>
0: Okay, so cold starts is when you first turn on your car in the morning, 70% of your emissions are used by turning on your car. Just by starting uh, it. By starting your car. If you go nowhere, by starting your car, 70% of your emissions, the way today's cars are built, that's that's a number that's true. So that and big real. black
1: cloud that comes out. It's 70% of what we would use for... For
0: four or five hours of traveling, okay? Depending on your vehicle. So you could travel for four or five hours and you won't have a cold start on most
1: vehicles. So for example, I live here in Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drive to St. George. Okay. 70% of my emissions for that entire trip... Are used on your first start. starting the car.
0: Yeah. Crazy. So (laughs) that's why it's so important when you travel wise to not not start your car, you know? So when you carpool, if you go meet to a spot, if all of you go meet to a spot, well, that's great. You're carpooling and it's effective, but for but emissions- But you've all cold-started your you've car. You've all cold-started. So from a true sense of emissions, what you want to do is say, okay, we're, you know, you're picking up people at their house, Got if it. you can, you yeah. know? So eliminate your cold starts. That's critical. And that's a very important part of, you. you can see it on the- when you log into the tracker, depending on your strategy, you can see the emissions for each strategy. So when you ride a bike, there are no cold starts. Yeah. But if you take transit, guess what? There's a cold start for you to drive. More than likely, most people drive to get to transit. Okay, not everyone, but ninety percent of people today drive to get to transit.
1: So, so, so gosh. That that's a hard thing to think through. Uh, it's too. a
0: hard thing to think. Because get a you really hold.
1: don't think that okay, hey, I'm only gonna go half a mile. I'm Correct. only gonna go a mile here to the bus, and then yeah. the bus is gonna take me thirty miles to work. Correct. Quicker. The biggest impact you have is starting that car in the morning. Yes, it's crazy. Yes. Yeah. But that also goes for lawnmowers, that goes for, goes for snowblowers. A, goes for a lot of things, of yes. That. As soon yeah. as that engine starts up, that's yeah. where most of the emissions come out. Mm-hmm. Um Very cool. So now you said there's also a window, right? That cold start is only active for about three or four hours. Four or five
0: hours in the in the summertime, in the wintertime, maybe three or four. So once the engine actually
1: cools down and it becomes a cold start again. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought, and we were, you and me and Heidi Goodhart were, were talking in a meeting here, and we were talking, how do we, how do we eliminate those cold starts while we're here at the office? And we started to think, you know, how often do we just run down the street and we all have lunch together, or we, we run over to the mall and we have lunch and, and we take two or three cars? right, which have now been sitting in, the, in a cold parking lot for three it's or four a, it's hours. It's a cold start, right? Yes. So now we've got, we all cold started in the morning. We just cold started again. Um, so, so there's solutions out there. Again, you talked about the airport and how when we get off a plane, there's so many solutions on what we can do to get home. And there's the same amount of solutions if we're getting lunch, right?
0: Absolutely. There's
1: Grubhub. There's, there's all these delivery places. How about this? What if one person and I, I know this is crazy. Everybody sit down, hold on, <laughs> buckle up here. What if one person went and picked up lunch for everybody and then brought it back? That mind-blown, right, Grant? <laughs> you know, we, we do that stuff in our planning
0: group. I realize that so not everyone can do that all the time, but there are opportunities to do it. So
1: again, that's a travel-wise strategy. You know when you can think about it and do it. Eliminate the cold start. Eliminate the cold start. Well, and and that's the thing too. This is this just has to be a mindset that we all mm. start to adopt. Yeah. Is how do we? And, and we're going to use the tagline. How do I rethink my trip? Right. How do I really do this the smartest way possible? And again, Grant, you you brought up a great point. Money, right? It, even if it's, it's it's a it's a couple bucks a month that I'm saving by. Eliminating a trip or two, like, great, that's money. But uh, it reduces congestion on our roads, right? There's less cars that are out on our roads. Air quality gets better, right? And especially, especially during these winter months. So one of the reasons why I wanted Grant, because Grant's not feeling good today. Grant's super congested. congested. Um, one of the reasons I wanted Grant to have a microphone today is because, Grant, you are directly affected by the inversion. Why?
2: I have, <clears throat> sorry, I have asthma, and with that, I have chronic bronchitis. So anytime the air gets bad, I get congestion in my chest, and there's really nothing I can do about it except try to limit my time outdoors and limit my time.
1: Well, your in, time, in, time in the valley. In the Grant, valley, yes. <laughs> Grant so is an avid skier. <laughs>
2: when I worked in when when my previous job, I skied every single morning before work and got a few hours above the inversion when it was bad, but... Um, for the most part, I just have to try not to be outside, and I'm like this right now because it was getting bad last week, and then I went up to Montana for a few days and stayed in a house that only had a wood fire stove to heat the house, which is also
1: yeah, it's awful' is, is
2: terrible, but you know
1: so the, it, it, it's a real thing it's a real and I would wager that most of us know people that are affected in a decent way by the inversion. Uh, little kids uh, elderly people that just aren't that healthy, it, it affects even more. But guys, I don't, gosh, I don't feel good in February. I don't know if it's the post Super Bowl <laughs> food hangover, right? <laughs> or the post holiday pounds or whatever it is, but like, I, I it has a lot to do with how healthy the air is out there. You know,
0: we, we continue to learn more and more about air quality. It affects asthma, but it also affects depression. You know, we continue to work with the health groups and understand it. And there's many aspects to health that air quality effects
1: it's a big deal yeah. it's a big deal for us
2: and you just you're more susceptible to get sick during that time because your body's you know you're breathing in bad air and your body's dealing with that and it can't deal with the other cold viruses and things like that that you know you get when you're staying indoors all the time
1: so for the health of us for the health of others it, this is kind of a conscious effort we all need to make we need to be better at it and I, I get it we're not gonna be perfect Right. Uh, there are going to be times where you need to get in your car and do a cold start. Uh, it's just how it happens. But how can we do it less? That, I think, is the goal.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, big program. Angelo, I think um, you are an expert at this. If anybody has questions about traveling-wise, um, reach out to Angelo. Um, he can give you any answer you need. Um, and we're going to encourage everybody to jump online this month, uh, look at the, there's a story on the employee webpage, the dot about the Clear the Air Challenge, and the links are in there. Uh, we'll also attach a couple links here in the email that went out with the podcast. Um, if you want to register for the Clear the Air Challenge, we would love to have you guys as part of the UDOT team. And um, anything else, Angelo, anything else um, pertinent?
0: I think you kind of covered it, I just want to say, you know, we at UDOT need to lead by example, okay? The Salt Lake Chamber is trying to get every business to participate, Uh, UCARE is trying to get every partner that they have to participate, and so we as DOT and every state agency is actively participating in it, and we need to try to step up our game and do it. Again, the tools are there, we've never had better tools to do it, and so let's just try to travel-wise as much as we can.
1: Well said. Okay. We'll end on that. Thanks, thank Angela. Appreciate okay. you being here. Okay, You're good man. Well, guys, thank you for being here. This is uh, end of the episode. So I'm going to leave you on a couple reminders that our fearless uh, executive director Carlos Preceras always always leaves us with. Guys, put your phones down. That is just super important. But I think what I heard this week from Robert Miles. Uh, of the accidents in Utah last year Were caused by distracted driving 70% It's like 45,000 accidents last year Were caused by distracted driving Please put your phones down Um, Buckle up Be safe Um, And Grant just reminded me You keep Utah moving Thanks guys, see you next time